You're listening to the Big Stick Energy Podcast, where three friends are talking about their favorite Philadelphia sports teams, the Philadelphia Phillies and the Philadelphia Flyers. To the Big Stick Energy Podcast. I'm your host, Jim. As always, joining me are my other two co hosts, Eric. What's up? And Joe. What's up? And we're going to talk about some uh, fun stuff today. Um, as per usual, we talk about the Philadelphia Phillies who have been officially eliminated. Officially and mathematically. Well, yes. I, I, yeah. Officially and mathematically eliminated from playoff contention in the 2019 season. And it sucks. There's no other way to put it. It stings. Um, it stings. Um, there's just... It, it's been a rough week for sports, dude. Week. Yeah. My team, my football team lost. Our football team lost, me and Joey. Um, soccer team lost. Soccer team lost. Really, really hurt the Union. Flyers, I mean... They're in preseason, so it's at least that's kind of positive. Nothing's yeah, going to. I mean that'll be fun. I'm looking forward to the no, Flyers. Yeah. Some positivity. Hopefully, some good Nine off days. Season. Yeah. Nine Ivan days. drove Rob days. Ivan drove Rob days. Yeah, that's what they tweeted today. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but yeah, next Friday, two o'clock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to it. Me too. I'll watch some. it. Well, they play tomorrow night well, at two us. o'clock. That sucks. Well, because they're in the check. They're in that look. Yeah. They play check. They're in a check. Ekabekistan or whatever you said last week. Bumblefuck. Uzbekistan. Ekabekistan. Ekabekistan. We're not in the. What's that movie with the? Uh, Borat. No, no, no. The uh, fucking the puppets. Oh, Team America. Team America. <laughs> Turkistan. Turkistan. <laughs> um, that's racist. That's bullshit. I fuck that. <laughs> yeah, Jim's. You're done. You're out. You're canceled. But uh, it's from the movie. I'm not. <laughs> not a sponsor. Uh, not a sponsor. <laughs> Team America is not a sponsor. <laughs> um, but we worked that in there. All right. Sponsor. You're learning about what. So not a sponsor. Yeah, you're learning that no one sponsors us. Oh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> but, uh, all right. How are you two lovely gentlemen feeling on this Wednesday, September 25th? I didn't know what day it was. <laughs> I'm just feeling. I'm just feeling. I don't really have much to care about in sports. Thank you for that middle finger, Eric. Um Wait, what? Doing this. <laughs> oh, I was biting my nail. <laughs> Eric was just flipping, flipping us off for no reason. Yeah, go fuck yourself. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's gonna be good night, everyone. Yeah. Uh-huh. I had a good week, other than the fact that the Phillies sucked. Doing anything fun? My, uh, anything fun. Uh, what did I do? Oh, um, I had a couple uh, cookouts over the weekend, but that's about it. What did you cook? Nice. I didn't cook. Uh, my girlfriend's father did. He cooked some, uh, some pretty good food on a smoker. He smoked some meat. Yeah, made it, some, made a brisket, some, made a uh, oh, some pork, some sm- pork loin. Oh, some meat. It was some smoked. good stuff. Seductive. Yep. You? Oh. How about you, Eric? Well, tell me who are Joey first. Uh, Let's talk about Joey. Uh, I had my best friend from New Jersey of 22 years come over, so that was cool. Um, 
You were friends from age one? Uh, yeah, actually. Okay, cool. Now, age like three. Okay, fine. <laughs> 20 years. Fine, fine. 20 years. Uh, I don't even remember uh, anything from age one. <laughs> yeah, no, we were friends that long. But anyways. Okay, um, that's cool. Yeah. So, no, he lives in Jersey, so I don't get to see him that much. So that was good. Uh Unfortunately, sports-wise, Eagles lost, Union lost, Phillies lost a lot. Phillies are out, uh, so that kind of sucks. But I'm, I'm fine with the Phillies being out, personally, because I don't have to, you know, mentally care anymore, really. You know, there's nothing to care about. They're uh, except for an awesome offseason that we're well, about to have. I'm talking about the, the, the last five games. <laughs> I mean, you know, like get, you know, let's give them a week of just, like, yeah. morning. Uh, yeah, but. Old baseball playoffs. Yeah, I'll watch that. I'll definitely watch that That'll off and on. Fun. Um, While hopefully watching both the Nationals and the Braves lose both of their series. Wouldn't mind that. Yeah, so it'll be a... uh, Would not mind that. Looking like a uh, St. Louis and Dodgers matchup. That should be interesting. NLCS? Well, depending on who the... NLDS? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. That should be interesting. I'll pay attention. I probably won't. It's that magical time of the year where hockey's on, basketball's actually, on. Up, actually, Milwaukee's been Milwaukee's getting hot right now at the right time. They're uh, on like a nine-game win streak, I think, something like that. Oh wow! Or at least nine for the. Oh, the Phillies time. could do that once this entire year, or know, more right? than four once this entire year. Maybe they rip off the last five. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. And just prove everyone wrong. <laughs> we can do it. We've gone on a stretch of five wins. Anyway. If they did that, then are you that'd be fucked. I feel like that would be more of an insult than anything. I'm back in. I'm back in. <laughs> you. We might be statistically eliminated, yeah. but at least we're the next team up if a plane crash happens. I was out. I was out. just thinking that, but I wasn't going to say I was out, but then they pulled me right back in. That's how it's been the past, like, two months. Yeah. I think technically they would just have to scrounge together players. <laughs> what, if the, if the, if the team, like, died? Oh. I think technically those they would have to stay in. They would just have to put all their minor leaguers in. The biggest fans play? <laughs> well, Nationals fans suck, so. Um, Eric, what's going on with you? Um... Nothing too crazy. It's just been a, it's been an average week. I mean, been polishing NHL 20 off. Been really going to town on that. Yeah. Yeah, it's been created my team. What's your What's your team, Eric? Our for Whalers brought him back. We're We're taking it back. <laughs> um, besides that, I mean, we're in that game four of the first round of the Stanley. But besides that. It's been a pretty average week for me. Nothing crazy. Just getting ready for game one of the NHL season to start. So. Are you excited? Are you happy? No, I've been, I'm, as you know, all summer I've been preaching that I think that this is going to be a different season. I think that the Flyers are going to start off real hot and they're going to, because they got everyone pretty much against them. No one's got faith in them. No one thinks that their moves they did in the offseason are going to, do anything what and do you do well no the preseason shown that like the players they picked up have, are going to make an immediate impact because basically everyone who they've picked up has been the one who shined so which i'll get into right now go for it tell us about them flyers buddy all oh, right so uh where to start where to start where to start we could just go over so they're in their 
They've had three preseason games so far. Four, wait, no. <laughs> they had one, two, three, four. They've had five preseason games so far. They have two, one more. Tomorrow's their last one. Yes, it is. Wait, they got a whole fucking week off? Dude, I even knew that. Oh, shit. I thought they had one more. Um, so they they do have one more. It's tomorrow. I thought they had one more after <laughs> the one more that they have. So oh, two okay. more, technically. Gotcha. But uh, they played Monday against the Bruins. They lost 4-3. to And they played Saturday against the Rangers 4-1. to Those two games are the ones that mattered because after last week when we recorded, they had a game Thursday. They mm-hmm. lost 3-1 to of the Bruins. A.V., Elaine Vigneault, our savior, the coach, came out and said no one stepped up to the plate this preseason, including the younger players, and really shown that they want a spot. So basically it was like no one's kind of taken – like there's been opportunities to showcase like I deserve a spot on this roster. No one's, no one's jumped in front and said like it's my spot. So he went through this mass overhaul Friday and Saturday and just said, all right, all the, you know like in the preseason when there's those players who are on the team and like you know in the back of your head that these guys are not going to be on the team. Like they're literally there just because like they're prospects. He basically said, fuck all those guys and threw them all back down. They were like, all right, we're I, read, I read about that. Yeah, he was basically like, I'm out. Like yeah. we're going we're gonna to focus more. I'm going to put the team together. I'm going to mold the vets. The vets are going to play more in the preseason. We're going to try to get the system learned. And it's definitely over the past week it's shown improvement. It feels like the the guys are getting their feet under them, and I like his mentality already. Yeah, and they looked really good against the Bruins. No, they, they did. The, and then speaking of that, there was a blip, and I was going to bring it up. So there was this gif going around mm-hmm. uh, when they lost in overtime, and the goal kind of squeaked in. And Brian Elliott was in that. And there, someone must have got on camera, Elaine Vigneault. You, if you read his lips, he says, well... Can't win with goaltending like that. It's shit. And then the assistant coach just looks at him and goes, I know. <laughs> so basically, they already acknowledge that they don't have confidence in Brian Elliott as a backup, which I genuinely think is going to hurt him. I think towards the middle of the season, they're going to switch and they're going to try to get Alex Lyon up there because I think he's a better backup. Yeah, is he uh, in their system? Yeah, he's, yeah. On, he's on the Phantoms. Uh, also, there's a guy, J.F. Baruby, who used to play on the Islanders last year. Baruby? Yeah. He, uh, he sounds familiar. That was, was the right coach. That was the coach. Uh, Baruby I mean, was the coach who won the Blues, but he was also the Flyers player. Uh, uh, but he's the totally two different guys, just the same last name. But Baruby, uh, Baruby's a solid back. <laughs> you just spit on yourself. I'm cold. Still you're wearing cold, so you Stop. Spit. Don't worry about it. Move on. No, because you're going to get the mic all wet. No. You're going, don't worry about it. But it's okay. Don't. <laughs> Anywho. Um, so, I don't know. Maybe this could spark a little bit of a flame under Elliot's ass and he starts to play better. But it's also it's a 50-50 shot of telling your goalie that uh, I don't have confidence in you and you suck balls. Because Carter Hart's, they, he's vocalized how much he loves Carter Hart, and Carter Hart's basically the starter. Like, they've mm-hmm. already acknowledged, like, that kid's fantastic. He yeah. still has not let a goal in. Yeah. Entire so, preseason. Yeah, entire preseason. There's the no goal. reason not to play him because, like, he had no, he, no he's, season. No, he's the, he's the guy. This will be his first full season, though. That's good. But uh, I'm excited for, for that. Um, I was going to go into the roster. A little bit because you know we'll go into what the roster kind of looks up like right now because it's pretty much you can kind of 
at the moment guess who you might think will make the team, but it could change from tomorrow because tomorrow is yeah. pretty much the day. Like tomorrow is the last game for them to <laughs> really prove that I want a spot on this team. So the Flyers currently have 27 players on their roster. The cuts the other day were Mikhail Vorbov, Vorobov, Vorobov, some Russian. Uh, <laughs> Vorubev. Sorry if I said that wrong. Uh, German Rubstov, who I remember last week was talking about how I thought he was going to make the team, and apparently he was like one of those like border guys where like it kind of sucks that he didn't make it. Was that the vet you were talking about? No, no. I'll get to him. Um, I believe it's Hermann Gustav. It's Hermann Rubstov then. German Robstiv. German Romstein. Romstein. Um <laughs> Du Duhast. The the D is Mark Friedman. Who was also cut. They were actually no, they weren't cut. They were all put down to Lehigh Valley fans. Yeah, I was gonna okay. say I thought they no, were. No, they, they went down yeah. to the minor league team. So like Rubstoff will probably he <laughs> if someone gets hurt this year, he would be one of those guys who would probably get called up. Like he's got a pretty good spot of a pretty good shot of ending up on the team sometime during the year. He was like on the borderline. Um, there were a couple players placed on waivers for purpose of loaning the Lehigh Valley, but these players weren't on two-way contracts. So there's Andy Androv, who is like, he's been in the league a couple years. He's kind of like a goonie guy, just like a guy who just good to have in your system. Chris Bygraz, which I, 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 I don't know anything about him. He's, he must be, maybe he's an older guy. Curtis Gabriel, who we acquired from the Devils, who actually completely destroyed Nolan Patrick last year in a game against the Devils because he was playing for the Devils, just <laughs> drove him from behind. That's funny. And then this is this one was the one that everyone kind of went up in arms, and I was confused. Nicholas Abe Kubel, who we've had, he's only 21 years old, and he's been in our system for a little while, and he was having a hell of a training camp, yeah. and a lot of people thought he was going to be on the team. But the crazy thing was putting him on waivers. He cleared today. Oh, that's good. Because this article was a day old, but he cleared today. But, like, I would have been, like, I wouldn't have been super pissed off, but I would have just been, like, that's a good player to give up for free. Like, yeah. I thought he was going to be on the I, – I, if you call him up, I think he has a good shot. He's, like, a quality fourth-line player with speed and skill. Like, he's the type of guy you want on your fourth line. So, now we're at 27 players. There are 13 forwards. Travis Konechny. Michael Raffle. Raffle? Raffle. Kevin Hayes, Sean Couturier, Scott Lawton, Oscar Lindblom, James Van Riemsdyk, Claude Giroux, Chris Stewart. That's the vet. So he's still on the team at the moment. Uh, He's been actually having a good postseason. I don't think he's going to be on the team, but there's a chance. And he'd be like a good guy to have is like slide him in every couple games. Like you put him as like a scratch and he's like there to have just in case. Um, Joel Farabee, who's the the rookie. Mm Mm-hmm. And then Jacob Voracek. And then the two. there's two rookies who have shined in the camp right after A.V. said those things. Carson Taronsky, I think is how you say it. He is, he's been out, outright the best prospect we've had in training camp. That dude's fucking shined. He is he's sick. And then Connor Bunneman. What does he have? Uh, he's got the... Something, Herbie. something in his ass. I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> um, Connor Bonaman uh, has also had uh, he's had like a quiet training camp, but like quiet good. But the last couple game or last two games, he's really shined. So I like that. There's between Bonaman, Taronsky, 
Farabee, and then Morgan Frost is injured currently, so I That's think that kind of, I was waiting on. I Frost. think that hurts. I think that hurts his chances of starting out on the Flyers. He has a groin strain, so but uh, was he the one limping off in the? Uh, yeah, that was Lawton. Lawton got uh, Lawton's knee went to the boards, and people thought that maybe he hurt his knee, but he came back and played, so he's fine. Uh, okay. Um, defenseman, we got Philippe Myers, Robert Hag, Hague, Robert Haggy, the Hag. Hague. Ivan Provorov, Matt Niskanen, Shane Gossespierre, Samuel Morin, and Justin Braun. Out of those, uh, the two that seem to be fighting for a spot are Phil Myers and Sam Morin. I'd say Robert Hag too, but I don't know if he's. I don't. I don't. I don't think he's. I think he's going to be one of those guys who kind of flirts between a scratch and a player. So I think it's between Myers and Morin for that last spot. Okay. Uh, the goaltenders are Brian Elliott and Carter Hart. Which that was never really competition at camp until we just talked about that, because you know apparently AV thinks he sucks dog shit. I heard, so. I heard Carter Hart might get cut. <laughs> Dude, if that happened, I'd, I'd start <laughs> watching like the fucking Coyote. Although apparently Coyotes might be good this year. So, but uh, <laughs> right. they got Phil Thur. Sleep team. Phil Thurl Kessel. What about the Golden Knights? Fuck them, dude. That's my squad. They came out of nowhere, and now they're just good. Fuck them. I'm about to get a snap out. They're waiting 45 fucking years. You personally have. Yeah. People have. I'm 45 years old, bitch. <laughs> but, uh, and then uh, they're injured. Our Andy Wolenski is a D. Tyler Pitlick. He's got research. He's clear, he's clear to practice with no contact, Jim, so the Pitlick might be playing. Pitlick. Um, Nolan Patrick still has an upper dick. Nolan Patrick, Lick, my Nolan Patrick is still has an upper body injury, which it's starting to get kind of iffy with him, and people are starting to turn and say he's soft and he's the Markel Fultz of the Flyers, which no, is great. Not good. And then uh, Morgan Frost is a groin strain, which I hope that I think that he's gonna. I think he's gonna end up on the Phantoms for at first, and then maybe slide up halfway through the year. But uh, yeah, that's the roster so far. The final roster is due to the NHL office at 5 p.m. on Tuesday. So we'll know Tuesday what their final roster is before the game Friday. What if they fucked up and just, like, put some, put the wrong person on there? I mean, you could call the league and say, I accidentally fucked up, and then they probably wouldn't give a shit. I mean... Like, what if they put, like, some random ass dude? Like, what if Gritty was on the final team? <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of which, you just reminded birthday. me. <laughs> Happy birthday to Gritty. Not a sponsor. Ah, yes, we are. We're a podcast. Happy birthday. Oh, so, fuck you. It's so funny. It was the snake for uh, the, the union's birthday, like, last week. Yeah, they're twins. And Gritty was there. <laughs> so maybe the snake went to Gritty's birthday party. Wait, the, they have a snake? Is yeah. Their <laughs> they're mascot's a, it's like a snake. I forget its name, though. Snakey? Snakey? <laughs> Snakey <laughs> the union snake. <laughs> it's unionized the snake. <laughs> I kind of want to know what the union snake's name is now. Because we'll the logo has Eric, continue. Yes, I know. I'm um, looking at it right here on your cup. Oh, yeah. I'm decked out. But, yeah, I mean, it's it's going to be interesting to see how tomorrow's game plays out and who really steps up. My, out of those players who I really... Talon. Go. I don't know. Eric, oh, it's a fang, isn't it fang? Hey, Eric, continue. Oh, okay, let's go back to the fucking union. <laughs> union. This is important. I don't Eric. think I've ever gotten a full Flyers talk before you guys start cutting off with, like, hey, uh, Gabe's nipple ring <laughs> needs to go get re-pierced. Dude. It is fang. You're right. Fang? It's P-H-A-N-G. Ah, great. Keeping it with the Philly. Fang. Sorry. Go ahead, Eric. I'm sorry. Fuck fang. This was important. P-H-U-C-K-F-N-J. I didn't even know that. I didn't even know that. F-N-J, fang. 
I didn't even know they had a mascot. Every so team's got a mascot. This is cool. Joey's really cool. Flyers did before. But anyway, um, out of the players that I hope, it's been tough for me to kind of, um, because I think that they have so many prospects that could fit in right now. But it's just like in terms of just looking down the lineup and seeing like compared to like three years ago when like you had Dingleberries on the fourth and or third and fourth line playing, and now and now you got all these young skilled players fighting for spot. Like it's a it's a good time. Like it's they're gonna be they're gonna have a deep lineup. This Chris Stork guy, I'm curious to see what happens with him because he is obviously the oldest guy fighting for a spot on the team, but like. He's shown that he could be valuable. He seems like a real good team guy, which is something that I've seen to joke about with you about it. Like, oh, he's a good team guy, but he sucks balls. <laughs> but I think that don't uh, you dare diss Andrew Knapp. <laughs> yeah, fuck him. But he, uh, I think that uh, I think this Chris Stork guy could be valuable. I just, I think I'd rather, I think I'd rather a younger guy. Get the spot, yeah. It's picking that up. Sorry. I think a younger guy, I'd rather a younger guy fill in the bottom half of this uh, lineup instead just because, like, why not Why not let the younger guys shine? Why not give them a chance? And also something that the league lets, I don't know if, like, the MLB does this, if you, like, is there a certain limit for a rookie you can have before it eats a contract away or something, or can you, like, pull up a guy and put him down right away? Or Yeah, you can, but... I'm, I'm not really sure. Yeah. Okay, because the NHL has so like stuff. like so, Farabee and like Morgan Frost and Tarotsky and Bunnemem can all stay on the team for the first nine games. When it gets to game ten, they have to make a decision whether or not they're on the team or send them down because if they use that tenth game, it eats their first year of their contract. So regardless of what you do with them, that means one year their contract's done. Okay. So it's like they basically – these guys will get a nine-game extra tryout almost. Okay. So if they get deep enough, then they'll maybe like the first nine games they'll play them. But I th- I, th- I just have a feeling that this uh, Carson Twarnski – I got to figure out how to say his name, but I think he's going to make the – I think he's going to make the team. It's just – unless uh, – I think it's between him and Farabee maybe. And then, but Bunneman could have. See, it's like it's tough right now because tomorrow's game makes the difference. Like whoever plays, whoever really shines tomorrow night's gonna steal that last spot. So I'm, I'm excited to see. Well, what I'm all for uh, younger guys getting the spot because you know their upside's probably a lot better than the guy you know what you're gonna. Yeah, get. Yeah, and like I, the Flyers have enough veteran presence. I think that you can afford, it. and they need, and that's the thing they haven't done is they haven't really the past couple of years. The whole Hackstall's whole problem was that he wasn't gonna play the younger guys. Av's already shown that he's like there. All these young guys. I think one of the quotes he had earlier in camp was all these young guys have the potential to make the team. It's an open camp. There's no, like, there's, it's basically whoever shines gets it. So it's not like they already have their minds made up. It's, because also that's a good thing about it being, like, the coach's first year as well, is yeah. that he doesn't have, like, a biasy towards anybody on the roster, even the vets. Like, if the vets suck, which is why I was kind of, like, connecting and needed to sign right away, because the more less time he was in camp, the more it would hurt his chances, I think, of really starting up in the lineup. But now that he's in camp, I think – and he scored twice already in preseason. Like, he's shown that – he's already shown Navy that, like, all right, like, this guy's valuable. Keep him higher in the lineup. So, yeah. Uh, also, 
the Behind the Glass starts tonight. I think it's currently... Oh, no, it must have just ended because it's 9 o'clock while we're recording right now. So, just ended episode one. So, I'm going to go home and watch that after we're done. But, uh, yeah. Um, uh, I mean, I could go over... There's nothing real exciting that's happened in the games. Go over the box scores in the games. Like, who scored and assists and all that. Yeah, it's almost about, like, last night. Yeah, like, you know how we do with the Phils? Because it's preseason, I could I wasn't gonna go that deep, but I'll do just, that. Just give us a run. All right, I'll go over. Nice I'll go over. I'll go over Saturday and Sunday because those are the two that kind of really matter. So Saturday's game, <coughs> they won four to one. That was their only win they have in the preseason so far. Which a lot of people are like, "Oh, fuck, suck, dude. Fuck them." Dude. Well, it's not a good sign for them getting off on a hot start that you mentioned. Well, it's preseason. A lot of teams suck ass in preseason and start off right away. But so. wouldn't it be better if they won? <laughs> no, because every <laughs> time in my NHL 20, I start like 6-0 and in preseason. Right, we're not talking about I, the Chili's I, here, okay? I, ten, I go on like a 10-win season, all right? So fuck that. All no, because right, right. plus it's also the thing about camp is the first three games have been a bunch of like, quote, Scrubs, unquote, like just guys. So who, okay, right. just yeah. So like, actually, won't even make the yeah. team anyway. So yeah. So now that they're kind of they're and the systems, they've been learning the system. So they like the game they lost in overtime was more of a, even though they lost, they played well. So it was like, and Boston's also like the team that went to the Stanley Cup last year. So like, all right. So four to one Saturday against the Rangers. The Rangers are zero to three, by the way. So that means they're going to go eighty two and zero in regular season. That's how this works. Oh. <laughs> now. Um, Box score. They so uh Warcheck had one goal and two assists, three points. Uh he had one one timer. He had a rocket one timer and his celly oh, was slap shot. Yeah, and his and his celly was he just looked over the team one. <laughs> but uh he pointed at them. Drew had two assists, Kevin Hayes had another goal. Uh Chris Storr had an assist, so obviously he's going to win MVP. Okay. Uh, Taronsky, i got to figure out how to say his name, had one goal. Uh, he had a really sick goal. He actually shot the puck. It bounced off the goalie's shoulder, and then he tapped it in, like, in the air. It was pretty cool. Oh. Uh, Van Riemsdyk had a goal. And uh, Carter Hart had 11 saves and no goals allowed. Then J.F. Ruby allowed one goal and eight saves. Uh, so that was that was their first win. On Monday, they played the Boston Bruins, the Eastern Conference champion from last year. They Yeah, they lost in Game 7. Fuck them, dude. They suck. Terrible. They're never going back. Um, There's no goal. Taronsky scored another goal in this game. Uh, Connor Bunneman scored a goal. Connor Bunneman's goal was actually really funny because, like, they threw the puck out and the Bruins shot the puck in on his own net, so they just gave it to that guy because he was what? next to the. Because, so the way that the NH. So, the way that hockey works is say, like, I'm playing you and you accidentally, like, say the puck goes in off your dick or something, <laughs> then, like, it would be my goal because I'm next to you. So, like, it's just the nearest guy to the puck. Oh, okay. So, it's like, so he just got that goal. So, I guess all the guys who crash get a lot of goals from that shit. Yep. Um, and Travis Konechny scored a goal. Um, Brian Elliott had 22 saves. He let in four goals. <laughs> on is that why? No, no, no. He had 18 saves on 22 shots. So, so, he, so, so he let in four goals. So that's 
Sounds like Hector Neris. That's like <laughs> almost every fifth shot was a goal. Yep. Wow. <laughs> That's pretty fucking bad. They're all set away. Put me in there. I'm a beast in knee hockey. Put me in in the NHL. But, um, so am I. But, yeah, it was, uh, it's been, it's been exciting to see these guys starting to kind of, you can tell that the more that they're playing together, the closer they're getting. And I didn't know this until yesterday, but the, nice. That was my that was, neck. Yeah, that was, that was next, that was next, that was next gym. <laughs> that was Jim's that neck. Was next level right there. Hey. <laughs> that was, that was next gym that he just cracked. Oh. But, um. Reverse that. I didn't know that. So they they go Chicago in the Czech Republic. Then they come home to play the Devils the week after, and then they go on an, a West co- uh, the West Canada tour that they do every year, where they go to like I think they I don't know if they're starting out. They they basically goes like Calgary, Vancouver, and Edmonton are all like within a week like a week of each other. Basically, they're traveling something like something outrageous. It was like. Either sixteen thousand or thirty six thousand, which is a huge, which is like a huge, um, a huge difference. But they're traveling somewhere in like the deep thousands of miles over the next three weeks, which is actually is really good for bonding, especially this early. In, no, especially this early in the season because they're going because these guys haven't had enough time to really. It's a bunch of new faces in the locker room. It they sounds like they're going on a large retreat. To well, that's what that's what it is. No, not the, it's not, just no. a group. No, not the Czech trip. It's not they're the, all going to share rooms. It's not the Czech Republic thing. It's the it's the fact that they're going to like all the they're they're basically spending all this time on the road together over the next th- first three weeks of the season. They're going to make or break you if you well, hate the people you're with. That's not going to happen because they're early they're, and these guys are professionals, so they're going to buy into whatever. And also, like these guys, will, these guys will. Yes, they're making. The fucking, coach said that's. <laughs> they better pack their PSPs. They're pretty small penises. No, they're Sony PSPs. Actually, I'm pretty sure a Crosby and uh, there was a there was a video a couple years ago on like the 24 century like Crosby and Mark Andre Fleury were playing like fucking COD on their PSP on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, which I'm just like I imagine like fucking Claude Drew like. Hey, yo, Jake, fuck off, dude. <laughs> Cover my six. Stop <laughs> using the sniper rifles. <laughs> what's your, what's Russian? Russian? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Claude Drew, know that was Claude Russian Drew confirmed Russian. But, um, I was trying to do the same thing. Here. Yeah, so it's going to be... If anything, he'd be French. It's going to be fun. Nine days. <laughs> nine days for the season to start, dude. It's going to be... It's going to be... Uh, it's going to be exciting early... Early go-around. They're gonna, I'm predicting a... Over the first ten games, I'm predicting uh, seven and seven. Wait, no, a six, a six one and two start. Okay, is that nine? That's six, nine. That's nine. A six two and two start. <laughs> so they would lose twice in overtime, or a shootout, or win in overtime. Well, no, oh, never well, no, because the, the the extra number at the end gotcha. is the losses. So yeah, gotcha. I'm being optimistic, but if they start six two and two, you guys have to each give me five dollars. Oh, that's not an agreement. No, I re- I reject that agreement. All right, I agree with you. Um, we well, got charged. What do you guys think? I mean, it was a lot of me. It was. A lot <laughs> well, I think. I think it was that, a lot of uh, talking. But. I think it should be really. It, it should be really interesting to watch the Flyers. They're. Uh, 
Uh, they obviously have a lot of hype about them, a lot of question marks to answer. Um, but I think that's the I think that's that's the that's benefit to a team. I think that was yeah, not, I mean, you're not, you're not you any, there's no expectations. Yeah, they're actually expected. Their expectations are so are almost like kind of like no one's really looking at them to be a threat. That like yeah, no, it's, it should be interesting. Um, I'm excited to see it. The Flyers are my second favorite sports team in Philadelphia. So. Uh, Besides the Philadelphia Passion. Right, what's the Taser Ball team? Taser. The Watts. Watts. <laughs> Philadelphia Watts. Yeah. Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. Also, Taser, also Taser Ball is just outrageous. Have you ever watched Taser Mr. Watts? Yeah. Have you ever watched Doctor? Have you ever watched. <laughs> have you ever watched. Uh, have you ever watched the clips of Taser Ball, though, dude? Like, yeah. Oh, I, maybe. It's time. fucking outrageous. These guys are, like, running around and just, like, getting tased. And, like, fucking... These guys all have, at least have had one cardiac oh. episode. Like, You know what? Yeah. It's the kilowatts. It's not just the watts. The Philadelphia the kilowatts. Yeah, because oh, you're fucking killing them. Out you there. would have thought they would have done something with, like, Benjamin Franklin, considering he was a electricity. electricity. The Philadelphia uh, hair loss. Philadelphia Franklin. The Philadelphia hair loss. <laughs> <laughs> what? Um, all right. That was, you know... Just go Flyers. I'm excited for the season to start. Excited to watch this show tonight. See uh, an inside look at the camp. That'll be fun to see. Should be fun. Um, I can tell that you guys are want to rip apart the Phillies, though. I don't really want to do that. <laughs> do you have I'm just, I just kind of have no emotion right now because it's just the entire season just culminated into a heap of garbage at the end. But you know this was going to happen for months now. Yeah, you kind of the writing was on the wall since uh mid-season. Um it's nothing like they lost in the playoffs and you're devastated like Yeah, but like it still sucks that your team lost. Oh yeah, but it sucked for a while. So yeah. to me it's it kind of like, eased right. into it. Like it's actually helped me with my uh, sports anxiety cuz Yeah, I don't have a problem. With it. <laughs> uh as I was watching them, their steady decline it kind of prepared me for uh, football season, and I had a lot of football anxiety last year. So, um, I'm much more mellow because <laughs> the Phillies just kind of desensitized me in a way. I guess that's a good thing. <laughs> uh, personally, yeah, but uh, yeah. I wanted them to win anyway. Um, I, I kind of want to frame it a little bit this week. Um, obviously, Phillies have been officially eliminated from playoff contention. Um, and I feel like, like in the beginning of the season, you kind of felt that passion. Like everyone was going out to the ballpark. We were there that second game. Um, it was just electricity. It was like something yeah. you hadn't seen since 2008 or 2011 when they were winning. Um, it just really felt like this could really be something. And just as the year went on, it just like slowly became less and less prominent in it was a slow decline yes it was extremely slow and like it was pretty much like the Phillies were stuck in quicksand and they just kept moving but everyone was telling them stop moving you'll stop sinking but then it's just like they started flailing and it just it just got slowly worse and worse I'm just picturing them like (laughs) (laughs) um um as I said, it just felt like we were promised something a lot a lot better. And in the end, it just did not come to fruition. Um, 
the pitching was absolutely atrocious. Uh, it just never got better. And you expected them to make kind of some moves. Uh, and they didn't. <laughs> they made some, but they weren't the ones we wanted. Yeah. Uh, like, I feel like they could have improved just anything. Like, the Phillies, no one on the Phillies, like, made a step forward this year except for Scott Kingery and um, Hazley. Hazley. It's just been kind of stagnant. Bryce Harper was Bryce Harper, as advertised. Um, that was that was the thing that I. I mean, he about. hit he hit that kind of slump, but like. No, but he did he did his part. There was he, he did, did his he part. Did as he, much as he, he slumped, but then he got out of that slump and became Bryce Harper. But once again, it's a team sport, and the fact that you know there's only like yes, he is the superstar. That can carry a team, but his team shouldn't have had to have a fucking guy have to carry the team. Like it shouldn't have gotten to a point where there was a carry, like yeah, a guy yeah. who needed to carry well, the team. Baseball, you kind of need someone to carry the team. Every but once this in a while. team's did, always this, yeah. some kind of slumps and all that. But there's usually a couple of guys throughout the season that will either put the team on their back or improve to the point where their play kind of complements everyone else's play, and nothing like that happened all year. Bryce Harper got better. JT Real Muto got better. Real Muto was a big... Real Muto had the best yeah. cur- uh, year of his career, but other than that, like, Hoskins struggled a lot. Um, 230, his average is. Yeah. Um, Cesar was... Cesar. Okay. He, he hit 281 Cesar. this year. I mean, it's not Yeah, terrible. I mean, he also hit it's 281 prob- last year. I think. Yeah, but, it, I mean, is that the highest average on the team? Segura's at 279. Dickerson has 293. Segura won't uh, hit uh, 300 again for the first time in forever. Um, Three years straight he had 300 average. Yeah. Um, Just sucks. Kutch got hurt, and the team imploded. Yeah. I I still – yeah, I would say – I was trying to think about that this past week when we're thinking of things to talk about Phillies wise to record when we were going to record and dude it's it's like night and day McCutcheon McCutcheon getting hurt really put a dent in this team like yes they always had they were always going to have those pitching problems yes there was always going to be issues that they weren't going to always be able to overcome but McCutcheon being in that room probably helped them at least play up to their abilities, but not having him, like, no matter, that that, that hurt. Yeah. And it you you, showed, you it lose showed, the leader, it kind of yeah, And it showed later in the season. But the fact that there are other veteran players on this team, you have management that should be kind of taking over that situation. And let's not forget, this the upper management on this team basically gave up on the Phillies halfway through the season. If we don't, we don't. They basically told us, we really don't care if we make the playoffs. This isn't the team that's going to do it. And to me, that doesn't sound right, especially since your goal every year is to win. Yeah, it should be at least. And regardless of how good your team is, you're supposed to go out there and win games. No Shout out to the Sixers. Especially 2013. <laughs> if, uh, if you want people to come watch your team, 
you got to put a product on the field that's yeah. going to be worth people spending money to go see. And that's where you're getting all your money. So any, especially with Clentac thinking he's all high and mighty, he knows the he knows what moves he needs to make, and really just kind of being complacent the entire year. Once he signed Bryce Harper, he didn't do a single thing other than that, other than add a couple meaningless pieces at the trade deadline, and he barely even traded for anyone. He got Corey Dickerson and uh, Jason Vargas. Um, Dickerson the Vargas. Was, <laughs> Dickerson being the only one that actually contributed, and now he's hurt and probably won't be back next year. Not only from the fans' perspective, but think about the the players on the roster. You know, when your when your boss is saying, "Yeah, you, this team, you know, we're not going to win with this team," how do they feel? You know, I mean, no, I mean that just kind of takes the wind out of your shoulders. Well, you know, exactly. Yeah, it gives you confidence knowing your boss is behind you and they're going to. This is going to be a pun. Going to bat for you because, but like, not having that backbone where you're just like, you, you, how are you going to fall back on like? your bosses and your management when they're literally already throwing in the town like there's no point like we didn't yeah. the boss acknowledging almost well, like I didn't do my job right well not only that yeah. they're not even giving them the tools to succeed so it's like they don't even have a chance otherwise um, it was just very frustrating to watch this team kind of drift into mediocrity um, and I'll admit it's been a mediocre year so I was right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in the end, it. it's, I, it's not like I'm, I, I'm not happy to be right. It's, like, I don't want that. It's whimsical mediocrity. They'll either kick the shit out of the ball and win the game by a landslide or no. absolutely lose. I figured out how to explain them. I don't know if we – I don't remember if we even acknowledged this, but this team didn't have an identity. There was, yeah. no, there was no identity to this team. You never knew what – like, there was never, like, they couldn't fall back on their pitching. They the, Their identity at the beginning of the season was supposed to be They're an offensive powerhouse. Hit the shit out yeah, of the ball. And they never, and they never really got to that point. There were, there, were, there were, like, times where they went through little bits of, like, oh, shit, is this what we're going to get? But then they would immediately fall back on the note. We're just we don't know what we are. Our pitching sucks. Even it's, Nola fell apart randomly. It, like it was like they they would get a grip of what they are and then immediately forget about it after four games went through. Well, I said I was going to be the positive guy here, and I still started. You don't want to be. It's not. It's not that we're being negative. It's just we're spitting out facts. This is what this team is. The team's identity is it doesn't have an identity. It's not easy to put a win streak together when your starting rotation blows cock. Oh yeah, I mean so, I could go into that in a little. I'm, I plan so. to go into that in a little bit, but um, I would have preferred the Phillies either sucked or. Did you, did you guys see this guy? I know I'm cutting you off. You didn't see this guy, Joe? You didn't see the. It's the guy who literally said that. All right, so there was a the story where. Um, they were on. It this was is completely off topic. Yeah, it's completely off topic. But I saw like I was looking for something Phillies related, and it came across it right now. Um, this guy like said that there was like a fire, and they were chucking babies out the window, like to catch the babies because they oh, couldn't get down. And he was like, and he was like, he was like, oh, oh he was catching them on oh, like Aguilar, <laughs> and he like looked at the camera, and went yeah. all his all his inconsistencies on Sunday, and he just went. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, then, and then Nelson Aguilar invited him to the next game. Was like, come to the next game. <laughs> I'm like Aguilar. <laughs> I'm like Aguilar. But anyway, I just thought like that shit's funny. That's the best Philadelphia shit I've ever seen. Yeah. Um. 
But, yeah, it's just very frustrating to watch this team slowly drift into the... Normality of... Target. And... As they lose, that's are where we're at. right now. And that's where we're at. They might finish below 500. I don't think they win the rest of their games. Really? And they play the Marlins the last three. They have to go 1-4 and four to tie their uh, record for last year, right? Yeah. So no. You don't think they go 1-4? No. I thought there's 79. Didn't they have 81? Didn't they go 500? 80 and 82. No, I don't know. Anyway, regardless, I don't think they win another game. I'll be real. Damn it. They were supposed to get to 84. <laughs> Is that what you predicted? <laughs> yeah. Um, they're at, what, they at 78 or 79? 79. They're at 79. All right, so they're how many games winning. are left? Five. Five. <laughs> they awesome. could if they won. They could. Oh, like that four game I history. swear to fucking God. I don't want to be right. I don't want to be right in this. You only had them at 80. Wait, wait. You hit a fucking home run. They're coming back. <laughs> Is that Bryce Krispie treat? That was the fucking national. <laughs> God damn it, Eric. Yeah. look kind of the same. <laughs> they can't lose this. This is honestly the most important game of the season for me because they need to continue to win so that I get to my 80. I hope they lose the rest of the way so that they get a better draft pick. So. <laughs> that where we're at? Yeah. After you just preach about we have to win every game. I don't want them to win every game. I don't think they will. Jim took back what he was saying, and he said, you know what? I thought about it. and <laughs> I, I said in order to get to that, they would have to win every game. So you support the process. Trust the process? No. Because, <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like if they go below 500, there's going to be management change, changes. Not just Gabe Kapler. I think at an organizational level. I think that they need to. I think if they lose and go below 500 after they spent over 600 million, or what was it 600 million, 500 million, some on a team to improve it, and they finish below that the next year, John Middleton will kick someone's ass. I promise you. <laughs> Either. But next I've, year? This offseason. Oh. I'm saying if they finish this season below 500, and oh, and they don't get any they don't improve at all, which they haven't. They I haven't mean, they, they genuinely. I mean, they genuinely can't. Like they literally like. There is a point where I drink beer and I get sweaty. Okay. Uh, there's a there's a point. <laughs> not a sponsor beer, but there's a point. There's a, beer <laughs> tea. But there's a point. Is this The Simpsons? But there's a there's a point where um, like I don't think they genuinely could. They couldn't like decrease. Is that the word? What's the word? Not improve. What are you but trying to say? The other word then really gets the opposite of what's the opposite of improve? Deprove? <laughs> depreciate. Depreciate. <laughs> the Phillies depreciate is there. What's the what's the word I'm thinking of now? Suck. Decline. <laughs> decline. Decline. <laughs> they I don't I literally don't think they could possibly decline. That's what we thought. They have the potential. <laughs> the the, pit, the pitching the, <laughs> let's be real. The only the only difference that this team is from the other team is that our Downfall was gradual rather than just all at the end of the season last Fucking year. August. And we have the potential to be worse than we were last year. I ultimately, hope they are. That'd be great. Ultimately, it comes down to wins and losses. And if you don't win the same amount of games, you failed that. How many games did they? They won 81. Did they win 82? I mean, let's be, let's be 100% real, though. Regardless of them winning two more games and winning 
81 as opposed to eight. wait what they so they oh, it doesn't matter the fact no, 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 it does, there's there's not enough there's not enough for them to even if they win more there's not enough of a difference of them winning where people are still going to look at it and be like this is this was a, a success yeah like it's not like if they win one extra game there's a bunch of idiots out there who are saying they're going to the World Series no debate yeah the NFL. <laughs> I told you about it last week. Remember how the NFL made the Eagles schedule around the fact that the Phillies are going to be competing for the World Series? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's not just, it's not if, just idiots. It's if stupid. their offense panned out the way they said it would, the Phillies would have been a cont- contender for the World Series. But they wouldn't have won more than five games in a row with that rotation. You don't know if that offense played the way that it. There's also the a point where, like, season, a cert, if your one side of your game plays better, then usually it makes up for the other side and they'll play yeah. a little bit better. So it's if the offense actually panned out, if then the these offense, aren't average. If the offense are, panned out and the pitchers stayed exactly the same, if they stayed exactly the same, they would have been fine. But the pitchers all decreased in their abilities. And they were supposed to get better this year. They were supposed to get what better. What happened to that? We were supposed to get improvements from three out of the five pitchers, and we got zero improvement. Mm-hmm. Hell, they all fucking... They all did worse than they did last year. Aaron Nola had a worse year than he had last year. Obviously, he's not going to have Cy Young uh, potential no. every year, but you kind of expected him to kind of at least get into a groove or just at least remain consistent. I would have taken a sub, like a 290 or even a 3 ERA from him because this wasn't a team that was meant to battle in that kind of way. But the fact that he basically almost has a 4 ERA at this point, it's like 3.7 something. It's like 3.7 or 3.8 right now. Damn. Um, The... uh, I'd like to kind of ask the question that, uh, to both of you guys. Who do you guys think is to blame as the uh, biggest issue the Phillies have right now? The management. Yeah, Top I agree. Down. I agree. That's how I always think about like teams, uh, anything like that. The leader is always to blame, Yeah, in my opinion. But... Management, we're going top of the line. We're not just seeing blaming Gabe here. We're blaming fucking. No, oh yeah, no, no, yeah. it's going up higher yeah. than that. Oh yeah, some okay. dope hired Gabe, so it goes higher than that. We're so coming for you, but, but I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you right now. I don't think Gabe, if he were to get fired, come on the show. No, I don't. I think if he gets fired, and they let him go. I don't think it's one of those like he'll never be on the team again. I bet you someone takes enough. No, someone take another oh, swing on him. I think he'll go go to a better team, no, and he'll fucking no be, and he'll be a better manager, and he'll win a World Series, and then we'll just look like fucking idiots because this is literally this is that is like, a, he's been on the out since day one just because of the Nola thing, and that's not fair. It's not going to be a Chip Kelly. Yeah, Chip Kelly sucks. The chipper. <laughs> Where did Chip go after he was here? He's Bubble college fuck. coach again. No, he didn't. He went to, yeah, he went to college. Oh, no, yeah. He played he was 49ers. Or no, yeah, 49ers, and then the 49ers. Yeah, like, they only gave him one year of that shit, and they're like, yeah. And then I think he was like up the scout for someone, and then they. Yeah. Then they just said, go back to college where you still suck. Anyway. Um, yeah, I agree. I put most of the blame on the upper management. Uh, between Andy McPhail and Matt Clentak, the two have been rather uh, complacent with all their moves since the Bryce Harper. Uh, signing, um, and a 
lot of their moves that they made didn't pan out. Like Robertson, he's probably not going to be on the team all next year either. Um, he was supposed to be a big part of the bullpen. Um, McCutcheon got hurt. You can't really prevent that. Uh, Philly's just lost. Oh, cool. <laughs> cool. Four more. Lose all four. Lose all four so we can <laughs> fire Matt Klontek and Danny McPhail. Anyway, um, they were just they just didn't do anything. After they, after they made their big splash, they just kind of sat back and said, hey, watch this shit go to hell. I'm just – I'm sorry to keep cutting you off, but I, I'm just watching. And you know it's bad, and they had a really bad night when the Phillies had to – or the Phillies, like – Production staff for CSN or NBC Sports Philadelphia had to pick the game, the player of the game as a national. <laughs> like they had, they, they, they usually do player of the game as the winning player. They don't ever go with the oh, okay. winning team. Um, anyway, I like I feel like on an MLB team, there are no days off for the management. Like you have to improve regardless of what you're putting out on the field. From day one to the end of the season, you're trying to put out the best product, and that's what's going to make you money because that's what the, that's the business part of baseball. You're making money on the product you're putting on the field because that's what the people are tuning in to watch on TV. That's what people are buying the products, buying the merchandise, and buying tickets to the game. Um, there's just no off day for them. And when they just sat there on their hands watching this team kind of implode on itself, they're to blame there. Like, there's no other person to point at and to uh, blame other than them. Uh, obviously, the offseason was great, but when it came to mid midseason, we only had Aaron Nola as our starter that we could rely on every week. There was just no one else. And even he had a down year. So the fact that we didn't improve our pitching at all, other than adding Jason Vargas and Drew Smiley, it really didn't make it didn't make it look good for the management at all. And I don't know if the Flyers have ever done shit like that, but like that really yeah, pissed every me off. Fucking season. But that really but like <laughs> at least the Flyers wait, wait, try wait, to improve wait, their testify, but you're so <laughs> nice. Um like the Flyers try to improve themselves every year, correct? <laughs> even when so even when they were tanking, they tried to make well, moves they've never, better. They've never themselves. tanked. That was the thing. But also, Hextall's big downfall was the fact that he was really good at drafting, but he was yeah. never the he was never able to take that next step to actually improve. Well, at the least they drafted product. they drafted players that were actually worth it. The well, Phillies, Phillies are not. drafting players, and they traded them away. They didn't even do that. I don't think they traded that 6 They, they traded 6 Sanchez, but he was, like, the best thing that they had in a while. So, it's like... What they trade him for? That was for Real Mudo, wasn't it? That was it? for Real Mudo. All right, so it was, like, a worth a trade. But Sixto Sanchez may or may not pan... I mean, he looks good right now in the minors, but um, besides the fact he wouldn't have made an impact this year, he wasn't on the Marlins at all this year, and the Marlins sucked. So you would have thought yeah, that. Yeah, you think he like, would make a star. So he's obviously not good enough to play for the Marlins. So he wouldn't have helped this year anyway. Real Muto did help, 
and he's going to help next year and hopefully for years to come when he signs a contract this offseason. Until he realizes next year that we don't improve the team, he's like, I'm not getting the fuck out of here. He said he wants to stay in Philly. No, he wouldn't. He probably he seems like all business kind of guy. Like if this team sucks. He's all business, but he's very loyal to the people that – no, and he. I think he's he realizes, and I think he realizes that it's not. There's, there maybe there's, there is a. He'd be, he'd be dumb to go somewhere else because the Phillies are rich. <laughs> yeah, he probably wants to win, but like, yeah, I feel like the Phillies are going to make it worth his while for staying. It's not going to be a like low balling him. We'll see what happens. Yeah. I mean, if he's the best catcher in the league, I'm sure a few other teams will do the same thing. Oh, true, but I mean. But he also we have we do have. We have a bit of a... We have the money. We have the money, and we also... He's here already, so... But these guys, people forget... He the, likes the team. People, no, people forget... These guys got to move all their family and shit out of here. Like, they don't want to do that. He yeah. just had a baby. Like, exactly. he'd, rather just, he'd rather just probably settle in and, like, hear out, like, how are you guys going to actually fix this team? Because I need to know. Like, he's, he seems like the type of guy who's like, listen, motherfuckers... Y'all need to y'all need to get your shit together because like if they have pitching, he'll be happy. No, and that's then that's literally. Yeah, you think he wants to catch these clowns? <laughs> I mean, he did roll his eyes at. Uh, there's, what's his face there's a guy that they need to. There's a guy they need to go out and get. If you say Chad Qualls, I will put your head through <laughs> oh, that God. wall. Please don't. My landlord. All right. Yeah, Chad Qualls. <laughs> <laughs> um. The the fact of the matter is, Aaron Nola. Was our best pitcher. You could have guessed that. But he had a down year, so why didn't we add pitching? So did Hoskins. Hoskins had a down year, but I'm talking about pitching right now. Sorry. (laughs) I'm mentioning the fact that we had four guys contributing nothing to this team, and we rely on them to get us past into our bullpen. Which also sucks because of injuries. They they failed, and they failed. They McFailed. Yeah, basically. (laughs) Um, Dallas Keuchel was available for money. We didn't go get him. He had a great season for the Braves. Marcus Stroman was acquired by the Mets from the Blue Jays for next to nothing. Two prospects that might not even make a dent in the next three years. So we could have afforded that. Um... And then the Braves made a lot of moves on the bullpen, and the Braves are one of the cheapest teams ever. They got their guys for next to nothing, too, and their bullpen improved. It's very frustrating to see the teams, especially in our division, make these moves that the Phillies could have made. I know the Phillies could have offered the Blue Jays some money on top of a player that was in our farm system for Marcus Stroman. And Marcus Stroman's under contract for next year, what our target year is for contention. And... They blew it. They let the Met, they let the Mets get that guy, and now the Mets have a really strong rotation going into next year. And the Mets look really good coming. Up. I mean, they have players that, if they make improvements, especially like Alonso, who's like leading the majors in home runs. If he makes an improvement, he's going to be like one of the best home run hitters ever. <laughs> especially coming out of the gate, no rookie has ever hit more than what he's doing right now, and. That can carry a team. Um, and then their their only acquisitions at the around that trade deadline were players that either needed to prove themselves again or or potential bounce back guys, and none of them bounced back. <laughs> um, it just kind of 
fell flat against the wall there. And Contact just sits on his hands still and says that he made the moves that he thought were the bet like the best for the team and he thinks that the team improved. I don't think this team improved whatsoever. No. Standings wise, no. Yeah. No. That's all that's the ultimate that's ultimately the final like thing to look at. Did they did they improve standings wise? And I mean technically they have what, four more games to at least improve win loss wise, but that's not gonna they're gonna end up exactly where they were last year. Or best case scenario, they're three games better than they were last year. And really after all that you're three There games are four hundred million dollar teams. I'd say best case scenario were were worse than last year. If well you don't know what I'm trying to say potential yeah I know. But like No like best case scenario like, I think this team yeah. does better without McClintack, personally. But but if that changes the culture In a way McClintack is the reason that you guys have we have Bryce well you guys we have Bryce Harper. So it's like why why I mean it could be anybody. I know, but it I don't think I don't Matt, but Matt Clintech to seems to have shown that he is the kind of guy I mean when when he calls Bryce Harper up Is he though? Because we have the money to go get Actually to be fair actually actually <laughs> actually to be fair, it might be John Middleton who was the one who actually probably swung on the Bryce Harper thing. Because it seems like I mean, John Middleton. I mean, John Middleton was yeah, the guy I, who I met with think. Bryce Harper in, in like the final days before he picked where he was signing, and it was like, dude, listen, like, remember he met with his his wife and Bryce. yeah, McClintock. Like, maybe McClintock was fucking up the entire time, and John Middleton. Maybe the more I think about it, McClintock maybe has already been walking on eggshells, and that well, we got an extension this offseason. <laughs> After the fact that Bryce Harper got signed. Okay, well then we're fucked. Then <laughs> Harper was. A, I mean, you can a huge free agent. I, I mean, remember. I don't think when when Harper was deciding was like, hmm, do I like this Clintech guy? Is he a nice guy? Is he cool? I don't think that was factored in. It's, no, it's, it's the, the team money. he wants to go and the money and the players. That Does are he have a chance team. to win? Yeah. No, it's the money because ultimately he oh, wants to win. But I'm gonna be on the team that wants to win. But I'm gonna be fair though and say that yes, Bryce Harper. Definitely enjoys being a Philly now. Would but the fact been? that he waited all the way to the end, the yeah. fact that he waited to the end and it took up until that final couple days for him to sign, like, I think the money was the thing that's, that swayed him. I don't think being a Philly really mattered to him. But I think now it does. Like, I think the money is what got him here and he realized, like, I love this culture. But mm-hmm. and then he went... Then he went hard and being like a Philly guy. Remember, he was wearing like the yeah, yeah. yeah. But I'm would he have named his kid Crew if he wasn't all about Philly? Yeah, because <laughs> Crew K R E W is the most like. Wait, why does that have anything to do with it? It doesn't. But <laughs> <laughs> you're saying because people in Philly name their kids weird shit. Maybe. Yeah. I'm about that though. I'll name my kid fucking name my kid Salt. I'm gonna name my kid Mahogany. Salt. <laughs> I was thinking about if I ever have a kid, I'm naming him Rhythm. Rhythm. Yeah, I thought that. I'm one. naming him Mahogany. A rhythm Neary. Sounds. He got cool. that rhythm, man. Yeah. Anyway. Cool. Anyway. Rhythm. Um. And now I'll kind of. I don't really have anything else to say other than the fact that the Phillies gave us dog shit here at the end of the season. <laughs> It's just not great. It's not good. It's not good at all. And it really kind of puts a question mark onto what the Phillies can do to improve this offseason because they need they need pitching. And you want to know if contact's that guy that's going to go out and get Garrett Cole or go get um, Strasburg if he opts out of his deal. 
um, which is probably going to happen. You just kind of hope that they get a pitcher, at least one. Yeah. <laughs> if they, if that's literally like they get one, and then you got Spencer Howard come up, that could be a pretty good three guys. But other than that, you need to improve this offseason. And I mean, I will say that that's literally every offseason you want to improve. Yeah. But this, it's in a set. Like, there's teams. But we should like, improve during the season. But, but there's teams. But there's teams where like they're good enough to where if you just keep the same squad on the field then you can just you probably still can win the next year but like improving is a necessity for this team because if you were to put the same exact team out next year it's not like it would be better maybe McCutcheon being there would give you a couple more wins but I don't, still don't think you're making the playoffs you're probably just losing to the Marlins I think they still lose regardless if they have McCutcheon on the team or not I, mean, just I don't think McCutcheon makes that big of a difference I think culturally he does but I think that like I still think you the pitching is just god awful that like that's the thing though he was still there in the, in the dugout a lot of the time and I mean, but you also having the guy on the field versus in the dugout makes it. It doesn't. It you need if the guy's yes. out there doing things. But I mean, is that really going to amount to more wins? I don't know. Did you see a who? Uh, did you see who is a potential uh, managerial hire for the Phillies? Huh. John Maley. Actually, yeah, but oh. uh, <laughs> uh, Raul Ibanez. Yes. <laughs> could you <laughs> need it? Wait, wait. Could you imagine though? Yes. And Charlie is the hitting coach. We <laughs> need Raul Ibanez. Yes. Raul Ibanez will be the Doug Peterson of the Phillies. I would love Raul. Yes. That'd be great. Raul Ibanez. Plus, be the manager of the 2020 Philadelphia. That'd be Phillies. so awesome. He's a Phillies. He's a fucking baseball guy, man. They he love him. Fucking, he is a baseball guy. Yeah, he knows what he's doing. He'd be like. He's coach. He's like a assistant coach for uh, another team. I forget which team, but he's ripped. Have you seen him? Yeah, he is. Oh, I think he's on the Dodgers. I think he's on the Dodgers. Really? As a Baby, coach. wait, yeah. didn't wasn't Gabe a Dodgers coach? We're just pulling Dodgers coaches. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know what? They're a winning. We we got a lot of players so. from the Dodgers too. Yeah, they have, must have good relations with the Dodgers. I well, have. the Dodgers are a winning organization. You want to get guys from winning organizations. And they got all. I think if Gabe had better. Upper management and better talent on the field, he'd probably be okay. Because he basically does what Matt Clintech asks him to do. So <laughs> I'm not fighting for Gabe at this point because I'm just kind of done with his with him and everything he does. But you just want a hard reset. If you just kind of want a hard reset. If we had the right kind of people in our upper management, I think Gabe Kapler stays in this team. I'm telling you, I was here last year. You gotta burn it. No, I was here last year, same exact yeah, time. I'm okay with Bernie. With the burn Flyers. Down. I was here with the Flyers. I'm okay with Bernie, and the Flyers fucking fired everyone. And then they got and they got a whole new staff. They got guys who are proven winners as coaches. Did they get Raul Abanez, though? Yeah, he's up in the fucking press box. Raul! You gotta, you gotta purge it. You gotta just yeah. burn all of it. I yeah. can just imagine him walking out to the pitching mound and everyone's going throw. Like, <laughs> but yeah, no, I did. You gotta sometimes you gotta just you bite the bullet. John Middleton, you just gotta. He's just gotta say he's gotta go. Fuck it, I gotta just restart. The fuck? Yeah, he's like, look, we have enough pieces here. That okay. we just get a new coaching staff, we can salvage. Like it's not like you got Bryce Harper for the next what, thirteen years. I mean, he's not going to be Bryce Harper for the next thirteen years, but like, it's like what he did to the Chili's man. Just couldn't win with him. You got to burn it. 
I have the uh, what the is Hartford it? Whalers, the and they're uh, they're on their way to winning a cup this year. You'll see. Burn it. If they win, if I win by next week, I'm gonna come and wear in Hartford Whalers Stanley Cup fucking championships. I'm gonna make them. <laughs> but uh, no, I'm just saying, like you're exactly where I was with the Flyers last year. I was done. I'm like, I lost some faith a little bit, but I was restored and. This entire fan base is like you don't know if it's restored yet, <laughs> but no, but I'm restored. It's restored. You do this every year. No, no, I haven't. The past two or three years, I haven't done it because it's been the same coaching Dude, staff. I like, I like. I don't know. I have flashbacks to middle school and high school. You just going. Dude, the Flyers are going to be sick this year. Dude, in middle school... Then they're stuck, and then, 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 wait, then wait, like, wait, next year the Flyers are going to be really in sick. Middle school, <laughs> in middle school and high school, the Flyers, A, went to the Stanley Cup. They lost, but they went to the Stanley Cup. Two, yeah, they were a contender. Then the next year, then they... Ha- they never won the Stanley Cup, Eric. <laughs> okay, but they were a successful team. That means yeah. they're sick. All right, the Dodgers... Dude, the Dodgers gonna be sick next year. <laughs> yeah, and you 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 wouldn't acknowledge the Sixers. You called them the puppy tongues. Remember that? Well, the Sixers did suck. They, <laughs> they were terrible. They were terrible. <laughs> but the Flyers yeah. were actually every time That's I when said I became a wait, Raptors fan. Every oh, every time now they're sick. But every time I said <laughs> they won, now they won. We're here. No, but it's just every, funny. It, no, but every it's time just something I've you said, do, and I love it. I but mean. I've said that. But the times yeah. when I've I've acknowledged when they're trash, though. Like I've I acknowledged know. when they're. I didn't say that the Phillies the suck. Like, no, the past three or four. I'm not like I'm just saying the past three or four years the Flyers have been really tough to get behind. I'm a diehard Phil or Philadelphia Flyers fan, so I'm always gonna go to bat for my team. But last year, my my faith was a little bit was a little bit tested. They and now they've done something where they're going. They basically acknowledge we need to change up the fucking regiment, and they're doing that because this is the first time in like ten years that we've had a legitimate coach. Gabe Kapler is the Chip Kelly, and not to the extent of Chip Kelly, but he's the Chip Kelly and the hack stall where he's, they they taken an experimental route on a coach hasn't worked out. It's not really experimental because every other coach in the MLB does what Gabe Kapler does. But Gabe Kapler was a first time coach. Yeah. But he was he's a first time coach. It was an experimental phase. And it it didn't work out. Now you just gotta now you gotta go. Big failed. Yeah. Dave Haxtell, experimental coach. They like, everyone's hoping the Phillies get John, Joe Madden. Look, he's going to no, do exactly wait, what. No, Gabe but, no, but here's the thing though: is also Joe Madden has proven that he can do it well though. But also, but no, no. But here's so. the thing: here's the, here's the thing. Shut up! We haven't won shit in ten years. We need to. We need to. Hey, we, we beat them in the. He, we beat him in the World Series. Except so. the Eagles Super Bowl, baby. But all right. No, but here's the thing. Matt Clint, if John Middleton goes to Matt Clintack and says, I want you to fire Gabe Kapler because we need to get a new coach, and Clintack goes, he's my, he's going to probably do what Hextall did. He has Hextall. been doing it. No, he's going to do what Hextall did. He has been. No. He's been saying, we need to keep Gabe. Like he, Matt Clintack wants Gabe Kapler. Yeah, and Hextall's done the same. And Hextall said, I'm not getting rid of Dave Hextall. He's my guy. And that's ultimately what lost Dave ha- or uh, Fucking, I'm doing the thing you do. Uh, it lost Ron Hextall's job. Clintack is Clintack's going to go down with Gabe because he's going to say, I'm not firing him. John Middleton's going to be like, dude, we got to get rid of him. Because I mean, they fired the hitting coach. They they're they're trying. The the coach is the last to go though. Like it's, you know that they've tried to do, but they're gonna they're gonna get rid of Gabe because they're and even if it's not Gabe's fault technically, they're just gonna they're gonna have to do the hard reset. They're gonna have to because they're gonna also realize that Bryce is gonna have a say, and Bryce could be like, 
dude, we need a new coach. Like, he could go straight to fucking, like, John Miller and be like, curveball. yeah, he could, yeah, he could be like, we need. I really like that Bryce is honest and has, He goes straight to Gabe, he goes, Gabe. I don't like the fact that the opinion is bad about no, it, but no, I he really goes, appreciate No, he goes, Gabe, I need you to retire. And he goes, you know, I really appreciate that he went to, he went to me <laughs> personally. Really, and, you know, Sean was in the room with me. We were both curling. I want him to out. replace Ben on the broadcast team. <laughs> Imagine how MVP that broadcast team would be. <laughs> Like it's I him, really, and, it's him and uh, fucking Ricky Battaglio. Oh, he Kapler picks up as instead of the actually Lewis. hasn't people have been going saying they want Ricky as a as, as a coach. I don't want Ricky. No, I don't want. That. I want him. He would be too hot headed. Yeah. yeah, he would. He That's would just, what we need. He would bad at fucking Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper would crush the trade. He'd be like, I'm out of here. Uh, he'd throw a bad Segura because he's an asshole. Or won't be here next year. Yes, he will. I really like the fact that Bryce Harper <laughs> thinks about me. Uh, no, Joey, I do <laughs> need. Joey, I gotta happy, go back and, and say uh, you don't want to coach. Who's too hot-headed because then it destroys that room. You need a you need a good middleman. You yeah. need someone who has some fire behind him, but you also need someone who can legitimately not. I don't think he'd goal. be an asshole, Ricky. I mean, he's just honest. It's not being an asshole if you're honest. I do. Uh, it's just being honest. Sometimes the truth hurts. Yeah, but also we also you guys say you want him now. It's just like, hey, I want John Gruden as the Eagles coach. Remember and look at what the fuck he's done. I never said that. People when Doug's first year, a lot of people were saying, I want John Gruden as the Eagles coach. And now if you look at the Raiders, holy shit, are we glad we didn't get John fucking Gruden? So eh, I don't know. He might figure some shit out there. He kind of didn't have much to work with, so. But he's like Gabe Kapler. <laughs> Yeah, they both curl at the same fucking day club. But, <laughs> but all right, you know I, what? I really like that people are thinking about me, and I just want to let them know <laughs> right, that we're doing I'm that thinking thing about them, too. Uh, all right, I'm going to clear you out. What do, what do you got? What, do you, what are your final thoughts right now? Because My final time. thought is that the most impressive stat that I found that the Phillies had, it's not a great stat, but despite the Phillies improving their defensive fielding percentage from 9.79 to 9.84, which isn't really a lot, but, I mean, it. Well, it's better. The Phillies' runs allowed per game has increased from 4.49 to 4.92 this year. Our pitching got worse. They're giving up close to five runs a game. Yep. Uh, And from... They let up, or they only allowed 665 earned run less, earned runs last year, and this year they let up 711. Um, and they gave up 171 home runs last year, and this year they let up 249 home runs. Wow, sick, bro! And they let up a couple tonight, so it's that number's changed. Um, great year. Sure. I'm basically a fan of mediocre teams. Hey, I am a fan. They just disappointed me. Okay. (laughs) How about you guys? Anything? Um. (laughs) What are you doing? He's typing in the Google Doc and. Um, All right, for me, I'll be positive and I'll say Harper earned over 100 RBIs for only the second time in his career. So Pretty I mean, cool. let's, yeah, Harper. We've gone over. Harper's done this job. Harper did well. So here, Joe, I got you. Oh my God! <laughs> 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 I see. Uh, Joey, any stat for you? Yeah. Um, Hoskins' average is two thirty. Do I have to say any more? And uh, I tried to find something good, but I really couldn't. 
honestly. I think I took the only good thing. Yeah, I and I gave I gave Eric that stat. I was like, this is a good one. And no, go like, fuck yourself. I, I, know, I, found I, was, stat I was thinking like, oh, I could find something for myself, and then I'm like, I really can't. <laughs> it's been a rough year. You know, moral stories. It's been rough. But you know, go Falcons. <clears throat> um, go Flyers. I mean, yeah, I'm gonna be real. This this really put a damper on the night. We should have started with the negative talk. <laughs> <laughs> um, that about wraps it up for me. Yeah, I don't I don't have anything else to say. It's tough to talk about. It's like we we need it. we're gonna talk about them and we're gonna we're gonna keep giving you guys Phillies talk. But it's gonna be a rough it's gonna be rough for the next week or two. It's gonna. Well, you said we're gonna go over each player, right? Well. Yeah. Uh, are you going to wait till after the season ends next week? Or? Uh, well, the season will have ended next week. Well, are you going to wait till next week? Yeah. Or are you going to are you going to wait till the week after? Like, we'll go next week. We'll just kind of go over the rest of the season and or yeah, you, I don't really want to go into the rest of the season cuz it's lost cause at this point. Yeah, so. we've said it. It's like beating a dead horse. Yeah. Um Yeah, we'll, we'll go into a uh, player review mode last or next week and uh I'll do uh, any extra special updates. The shitty part about next week is we're going to be recording Wednesday, but the Flyers, the Flyers don't start till Friday, so I still won't have like a game that's up. But, but hey, no, you could be the build-up. You're the build-up. No, no, next week's going to be important because we'll know the roster. We'll be preparing for the first game. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a good, it's gonna game be a good time. Game preview. I'm excited for it. No game preview. Yeah, we'll know both rosters. We'll, uh, it's going to be good. Get oh, to no. the nitty-gritty. Oh, that was our first. Happy podcast. birthday, Gritty! <laughs> what the nitty gritty? <clears throat> yep. Throwback yeah. reference. All right, uh, I wasn't on. Joe, you got anything? Uh, not really. Um, Union play tonight at eleven o'clock, so I'm excited. I'm gonna fall asleep to that probably because uh, Verizon is too expensive to buy a DVR, so I'm gonna watch it. Uh, I hope the Phillies lose out. Hope the Eagles pick it up. It's uh, really all I got. You know, positive thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we got the Flyers, and remember, they're going to go 6-2-2, two two, first 10 games. 6-2-2. Two two. So that means they're going to end up with 14 points. All right. In the first 10 games, that's good. Well, as always, remember to uh, rate and review. But they're going to go 2-0, two first two games. They're going to go 2-0 because I'm game opening game. I'm probably going, so they're going to win that one. All right. Rate and review our podcast <laughs> on Apple Podcasts and Google Google Pocket. I don't know if you can rate and review on Google Pocket, but anyway, wherever you, wherever you uh, rate and review us, uh, it would really appreciate. Gabe <laughs> would really appreciate that uh, you guys would do that for us. It helps people see us, uh, gets us some good mojo. Um, we're on Spreaker. That's our home. Cast Podcast. box. Cast box. <laughs> <laughs> um, Still really don't know what cast box is. We should probably look into that. I mean, well, we're on it. Um, Google Google Play. It's Google, Google Podcasts, Podcast. I think. Um, what else? iHeartRadio. We're on iHeartRadio now. As of last week. Um, uh, Spotify. Spotify is one. That's um, how I listen. Yeah, there you go. It's like liking your own post, but I still listen anyway. <laughs> Do you rate your own post? I don't think you can rate on Spotify. No, um, I don't. Subscribe, though. I did. Did you? Okay, I cool. Um, we are on Patreon. We're going to be adding show notes to our Patreon this week, so if you want to check out what we actually, like our little professional takes on uh, 
some of the questions we had here on the podcast, you can take a look at that. We'll be probably putting them up either tomorrow or Friday just to kind of get a better understanding of what we're doing here. Just to, just to be a little bit more professional, and that way you guys can see what we actually think about Like, I mean, we dick around on the podcast, but you can see our actual thoughts about it. We're not just dumbasses that just put out our opinions out here. Um, you could also follow us on Twitter at Stick Energy, capital S, capital E. Uh, you can follow me on uh, Twitter at Jimbo Coleman. Eric, oh, what's your Twitter? At Eric underscore rayer 11 e-r-i-c-h underscore r-a-y-h-e-r 11 joseph is there a space now do you have a twitter no <laughs> definitely ps4 definitely don't have a twitter add joe on ps4 something isn't it like or xbox nipples <laughs> janier one through nine <laughs> xbox is janier one through nine ps4 is maple one through nine maple one through nine and my mom just asked me if I wanted a Nintendo, Nintendo Switch for Christmas, so maybe I'll uh, add that on there. My parents asked me when I'm going to start paying more money for it. Yeah, I got a Nintendo 64. Anyway. Oh, uh, you have? I'll buy it off. They're actually fucking expensive, probably, so no. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> make sure you check us out. Tell your friends, tell your family, follow us on Twitter, retweet our stuff. We're funny. Uh... <laughs> At least self proclaimed. I don't think I'm funny though. I think I'm a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, all right. That's uh, that's about it. Peace out, people. Hold on. And we'll talk at you next week. <laughs> <laughs>